Hey everybody, we're back from our final hiatus. Um, this is the final season of Baki Taki, and I'm jumping in early because I want to do things a bit differently for this last season. Um, I'm trying to pull out all the stops, you know, bring in the best guests. Um, but I also wanted to change the format of the show a little bit. Um, I started this podcast a while ago because... There were a lot of reasons, but one of them was that this was a show that I really enjoyed, and I had no real way to talk to people about it. It was such an odd show that um, one of the best ways I could explain it to people is to trick them into coming onto a podcast with me. Um, as this show winds down, I'm sort of losing that outlet, um, and I thought this could be a fun opportunity for me to maybe leave people with some recommendations on some things that they could enjoy um, going forward. So at the end of each episode, I'm going to be mixing up the closing music of Baki, and I'm going to uh, take a few minutes to just give a solo recommendation. So uh, this is just a long preamble to say, stick around a little bit after the music this season, and um, I hope you enjoy Baki Taki, the final season. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Baki Taki Season 5, the final season, Episode 1. Uh, with me, I have a favorite guest of the podcast. It's Allie. Hello, Baki Taki crew! All right, let me adjust my levels. <laughs> Why am I too loud? Am I good or you're no, not you're loud good. enough, you're I guess? No, you're good. You're good. You're good. This is all good. Um, welcome back to the podcast, Allie. Thank you. So happy to be here, Baki Taki crew. Uh, what an episode. That's all I have to say. Yeah, it's funny. I think on your first episode, you asked to come back on like a romantic episode or something like that. And un unintentionally, um, I've, I've managed to make this uh, a reality. Um, but before we jump into uh, a million things that happen in this episode, I have a new question for the final season. Allie, there are only, I believe, 12 episodes of Baki left. What do you want wow. to see happen in it? Well, first of all, let me start with a question. I believe that I was told to watch season two, episode 14. So off the bat, I'm a little confused because you introduced it as season five. So seems to be some discrepancies. Not saying the host of the Baki Talkie Crew podcast is lying, but mm -hmm, mm -hmm. somebody is. It's either Netflix or you. Second of all, it's hard for me to know what I want to see because all I have is questions, such as I have no idea what's going on. So I guess for Baki Talkie to, you know, kind of end the way that I would hope it to end, I, I would hope to understand. Yeah, you know what? That's that's a great it, and hopefully throughout the, even this episode, I can help with uh, with that. Um, there is a lot that's tough to, to wrap wrap your head around. Um, and on that topic, let's just jump mm -hmm. in. Uh, so the episode starts, Baki is getting a checkup from uh, our hot doctor, uh, Kuraha, I believe is his name. Yes, I thought that too. Very beautiful doctor. Yeah, he, he wrestles on the side, so that's why he's so muscular. Obviously, how else could he be in the show? Exactly, exactly. Every other doctor in this show is like a 75-year-old man with graying hair oh. and arched backs. Or Alfred Einstein, he was on last season. Uh, Sorry, did you say Alfred? Like, uh, is this Albert Einstein's long-lost brother? You know, it's funny. Yeah, I meant Albert Einstein, except mm. they actually called him Albert Payne. But so it's like... Albert Payne? Yeah. Albert Payne? Dr. Payne? 
Yeah, yeah, not a very... I don't know what goes on in this world. Not a good bedside manner name. But yeah, so so as uh, Kuraha's looking over, he he did a CAT scan on Baki. Uh, he finds something odd. Do you want to do you want to tell the the listeners what was up? <laughs> yeah, first of all, my first thoughts: Why is he in the hospital? Why is there a big shot of his chest? But then mm. we find out the problem isn't even in his chest. We see his weird brain. I don't know what's going on. All I know is this was the first quote I wrote down. He says, "Medically speaking, that all makes sense. But the thing is." I can't change the way I live. I can't change the way I live. It... Well, you can. You absolutely can. Uh, and then apparently we find out that he he might have a demon brain. Yes, yes. Well, maybe that's why he can't change the way things are. Like, if he changed, maybe he, his brain would literally break. But first of all, I was under the assumption that via science, the more lines you had in your brain, that... I thought went one of two things. It meant you were older, like a tree trunk, basically. Mm-hmm. Or Max's little brother told me that it means you're smarter. The more lines you have. So I'm confused why they're so upset about it. I don't think they're upset. I think they're like, well, to be fair, I think the main guy, like the neuroscience guy who came in, who isn't uh, very lucky with the ladies. There may be 60 million women out there eager to meet you, but someone like me, I'll be lucky if there's six of them. Shut up. Um, that guy, I think, was more upset because he probably realized his whole career has been a sham. Um, oh. And he hasn't realized how brains work. Because um, I, th- I think... the demon brain. Exactly, exactly. Kureha. Hmm? The only thing that we know for sure is that we know almost nothing about the brain. It's an incredible thing, the human brain. The most awesome organ of all. But in all my experience, I've never seen anything even remotely as incredible as this. By the way, to answer your question, Baki has just finished a fight with Pickle, the caveman from the last season. Pickle? Yeah. I never met a Pickle. Well, it's been a while, Allie. It's been like 30 episodes. (laughs) A lot of of things happen. What happens in even one episode? Yeah. um, Exactly. Times that by 30. Um, to oh be honest, my god to be I honest, wish I'd met Pickle oh yeah yeah unfortunately but hey you, nobody's stopping you after this record just uh, sit down you got 12 episodes of them good point yeah <laughs> um, so I have a couple of questions though is yeah. there a is there a face in the brain because I, I saw a face I saw a face too I think that's why they call it a demon you can see like a demon face mm. yeah okay that's uh, so I had the same suspicions as you yeah i was gonna i was gonna ask so if 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 baki has a brain like this that's because of his character um if what do you think your brain would look like in the baki world much cuter much cuter uh maybe a you know well first of all mine would be on pink cat scan papers uh not blue and mine would look quite sweet like his i'll be honest I didn't understand the demonic part of the whole conversation. I felt like maybe I missed something, but mine would look cute. It would look sweet. It would look kind of like a brain that you'd feel comfortable approaching. I see. Like a, a like a warm, relatable brain. Yeah. What about you? Uh, I think smooth, probably. Mm. Um. I don't think that's a good thing. <laughs> I think it would that's just what I've a, heard. Big, a big oval is my... Is my oh. Yeah. Um, huh. 
Yeah, I just don't have that Wait. same dog in me that Baki has. So, are they trying to say he was born a demon, or did he become a demon? Oh, nature versus nurture. That's that's a, a great debate for this whole season, you know? Like, how much importance oh. does, uh, does your lineage have on you? Um, well, and by the way, like, I know this is for later on in the episode. This might have been one of the most effed up things I've ever seen on the television. Like, this storyline is unbelievable yeah well so that's that's the fun thing about this episode i feel like the first half is like eight little vignettes that don't really mean anything and then we get the biggest lore dump in the show uh that we've had this entire podcast um oh you didn't know about the mom until this episode it's sort of a weird thing. It's it's from the original Baki, from like the two thousands anime. So it's never been covered on this pod on, on this podcast, and they've Whoa, never spoiler. Yeah, <laughs> spoiler if you're if you're still behind on uh, something written in like nineteen ninety four. All right, well let's let's move on to the next part. I think the my favorite scene of the episode, pound for pound, because it takes about ten seconds. Uh, there's a, a swarm of rats swarming through the park in Tokyo. That same evening, in a certain part of Tokyo... Oh my god! Watch out! There was a brief article in the newspaper the next day about a surging mob of panicking rats. The rats are absolutely going to hate this announcement. But the rats don't run the city. We do. This is not Ratatouille. Um, what's up with that? I have no clue. They never answer the question about the rats. Why are they panicking? Why are they there? Where do they come from? Is this telling us that he's a demon because of the rats? I feel like I thought watching the first five minutes that the whole episode was going to be about the rats. You'd Maybe think... it's supposed to say the mom is a rat. Ooh, symbolism. I, don't know. I like that. I don't know. Yeah. It what do great... you think? Well, I feel like it's supposed to be that Baki's aura is so intimidating that the rats are running in fear. But it does it, it, it does raise a question that, like, why were there that many rats in the park in the first place? Um, yeah. Why doesn't this happen Clearly, every day? Guess it's not Alberta. There's no rats there. Mm, yes, I, I also listened to something about that recently. Um, it's a fact. Yeah, although they do have um, other types of rodents, but... Uh, sure, I suppose everyone has, you know, a rodent of choice, but I don't really understand that part. And I think maybe for you to, you know, have an answer to your question, what would I like? By the end of Baki Taki finale, I hope that we understand a little bit more about what's going on with the rats. Rats, we rats, we're the rats. We pray at night, we stop at night. We're the rats. I'm the giant rat. That makes all the <laughs> all right, I'll keep that in mind. And I think that's mind. what the Baki Taki crew is looking for as well. Yes, I do think we all have rats on the mind. Um, speaking, uh, speaking of rats, uh, mm. <laughs> that's not what I meant to say. Uh, speaking of Muhammad Ali. Uh, yes, he's back. Yeah, so this is the funny thing. Um, I was. It, it's funny you were talking about how you didn't know what was going on because... Uh, you actually got lucky. Like this is the first time we've seen Muhammad Ali and Kozue in three seasons. Um, no, are you serious? Since I was back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We haven't seen them in ages. <laughs> that face—it was hard to believe. 
to think that that face would turn into this. So I have a lot to say. Okay, I'm please, very yes. confused. So the last episode I saw, Muhammad Ali wanted to get with Kozue. But Kozue was in love with Bakitaki. So what I don't understand is, I'll be completely honest with you, I thought they were having sex on the screen. And I think there's a good <laughs> a good argument to be made that they wanted you to think that. Because there was so much snot. It they they were saying it was beautiful. They said, Thank you for all that you've given me. Why did you hold me for so long? Nobody in my mind understood what was going on. I thought they were either breaking up, they were having sexual relations. Then I find out they've never even done anything. She's still in love with Baki Taki, but why are her and Baki Taki broken up? I just I don't understand. All right, let me let me answer some 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 uh, things here. So this scene takes place right at the end of um, the whole Baki and Muhammad out. So this is a flashback. And oh, it's a flashback. Yes, yes, yes. This is oh. this is seeing a scene that we didn't see at the time. Um, oh. And in the original, we knew that uh, Baki beat Muhammad Ali. He he literally just kicked him in the balls, and that was the end of the fight. But Muhammad Ali then started crying, uh, as we saw, just ugly tears in the hallway. Yeah. Uh, because he lost. Um, I don't believe that Kozway and Muhammad Ali had sex in the hallway, but she... I hope not. I really hope not. But she is absolutely drenched in snot. Yes! Um, it does make... Like, he is a big guy. Like, I could see him having that much snot. Um, I can't. <laughs> that was inhumane. I didn't like any part of it. Well, I didn't like... I didn't like most of this conversation either. Because... Uh, we find out that Muhammad Ali doesn't understand that there's a difference between maternal and uh, romantic love. Uh, yeah, which... and for all reasons, that's so fucked up. <laughs> what does that mean about his relationship with his mom? I would like to know. I hope he has a bad one. I hope he has a bad relationship with his mother. Because the other... Yeah, the but other, like, either son. way, why does he... I just don't get it. Something happened. That actually is another loose end that we need to tie up in the next 12 episodes. <laughs> Does he even reappear? No. He, he hasn't That is the way he goes out of the show? He goes out on a low, low. Yeah. The girl, he, the girl he wanted to date put him in the mum zone. And uh, he... Uh, but yeah, just, just for the listeners, Kozue reveals that although she did um, love uh, Muhammad Ali in a way, it was much more like a mother loves their child than she loves Baki, which is as a romantic partner. It wasn't like I was your lover? No, but it was love. Uh, how can you say that it was love when you just said yourself I wasn't your lover? There's no need of romantic love in an act of love. Uh, a rough, were her and Bucky dating? Because it seemed like they weren't dating. It seemed like they were broken up by the weird, you know, little finger touch that they had going on. Can you believe they've been, like, dating the entire show? It feels like every scene they're together, it doesn't seem like they're dating. I've never seen two characters look less like they're dating. <laughs> in fact, it looked like they were, like, in a fight. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I, it was, I liked seeing them on screen together. They were both eating eating their bread on their way to work, which I guess is something they do. Um, and I Aren't think, they children? Aren't uh, they 16? 
I why think, are they going to work? I think at this point, I think at this point, they're most likely 18, 19 or so. I think Baki has recently grad. I don't think he's, I think he's just out of high school at this point. Was there a graduation episode? I didn't see that. Oh, that, <laughs> I wish, I wish there was a graduation episode, but also I don't think Baki would show up to graduation. Yeah, no prom. Him. I remember you saying there was no prom episode. So why even have a grad episode, I guess? Exactly. Exactly. Um, I, I like that scene, their little conversation, because I feel like this is actually lampshading from the author. Like, Baki says, I haven't seen you in a while. It's been a while since we've seen each other, hasn't it? And, like, you know, we as the audience have not seen Kozue in years. And that's as the, the anime and the manga would have been years and years for them to get that's to this nuts. point. So we are to believe that they are sustaining a healthy relationship. Yeah. And they have not heard or seen from each other in years. Sorry, I think that we as the audience have not seen them together. I think it's implied that maybe they see each other from time to time. It's not It's not clear how frequently. Wow. I'm so interested. I wonder if there'll be a wedding, maybe. Man, that would be a great way to end the series. They just... Do you know how it ends? Uh, it's not over, the Baki manga. They're still it's making new over? issues. It's not over? Are these live stuff. episodes? <laughs> sorry oh my god uh, maybe like there might be like a twitter community or something that's talking about this they might have the same questions as us yeah yeah i think i don't th you know what's funny there is you know it's I, I, they're on twitter and reddit and stuff you know the, the baki fans but i think mm -hmm. that i think that they avoid that because i i think in their in their mind they want the story to go on forever uh because oh. for, for example this season the father-son arc is basically the climax that the entire series has been building towards. And I think oh. I think most authors would actually end the series after this point. Um, mm. But Baki sort of entered like a half-life where there is no like goal or motivation for any of the characters, but it's still been running for decades. So I, th I think people sort of just want it to continue pumping out content without... Um, wow, any, it's kind of like Degrassi. Oh, yeah, that's a good comparison. No problem. <laughs> All right. So I have a question. Like, I just I just don't understand. So they're, they're apparently dating. They like each other. She yeah. says, in fact, she says she loves him. They're walking down the street. And then he's like, yeah, I haven't seen you in a while. Da, 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 da. Have you been having fun? I've been having a great time. And then he says, that's what I thought. And then she goes, I'm kidding, idiot. And then they somehow emerge into a fight. <laughs> oh, yeah? Doing what? Having a great time. That's what I figured. Huh? I hey. was kidding, you idiot! Like, why is he always getting into fights? What is Baki doing that pulls out such a violent reaction from everyone in his life? Like, maybe it is the demon inside him. We don't know. It could be. It could be like a demon he is, like, possessing the people around them and just filling their minds with rage. Um, yeah. but I will say he seemed, he smiled when he, when Kozway kicked his butt. I, I think that, I think no that kidding. he was hoping He grew up being that. abused by both his parents. He thinks that's normal. Well, let's, let's, yeah, let's, let's jump into this part of the episode. Well, I guess there's one last thing I wanted to touch on before we get to Baki's past. Um, Baki is inexplicably being mugged in an alleyway, um, which just seems to happen to him. 
and uh, <laughs> it turns out the the muggers eventually realize the Baki's a threat, and they see their knife start to um, decrease in size. The young thug would later recall that a strange thing happened at that moment. The knife he held in his hand suddenly started to shrink. It shrank and shrank until it was as small and useless as a peanut. What did you have any comments on that or? Well, I'm a little confused. I'm wondering if I missed like the supernatural episodes where somehow he got powers because I have no human thought on this earth that would help me understand what happened. I it's it's just it's it's sort of how the to give my understanding of what happened, I think that the human brain are survival instincts. When you're put in a situation that dangerous, you see the knife shrink before you to show you subconsciously that. Oh, you um, don't think it actually shrunk? No. <laughs> oh, I thought that he had mind powers in his demonic brain. And he shrunk the knife, and that's why they were so freaked out. Oh my god, he he is doing a pose like he has mind powers. I will I will give his you that. eyes. He, his eyes, like he, he at one point his hair goes, it's flown back like he's on a bachelor date. Like I honestly yeah. couldn't believe it. <laughs> yeah, I was no. very confused. It's good to know that your interpretation was different because I thought maybe I missed like a CW crossover where all of a sudden he has powers. Oh boy, Baki CW crossover. That could be. Good. It could happen. Baki with a C and a W. Um. All right. Let's. So as Baki is using potentially using mind powers, or the other guy is just hallucinating. Um, yeah, potentially. Mister Koryagawa shows up. Um, and he, you know, he goes, Baki, what you doing? Let's let's catch up. Let's get some breakfast or whatever. Picking on such a pair of weaklings. Mr. Kuriagawa. Um, and for the rest of the episode, we sort of get a recap of Baki's uh, childhood, specifically uh, sort of his relationship with his mother and father and how they met. Um, now, I, I've, I've heard you comment on it already that this is um, potentially, what were you saying? Like the most fucked up relationship you've seen? Or... Yes, not potentially. <laughs> I think if we took a the little review of the Baki Talkie fans right now, I'm raising my hand. 100% of the audience thinks that was fucked up. <laughs> I, I, I'll, I'll raise my hand as well. Um, well, wh- why, why don't you go over some highlights? Like, what stuck out to you about um, Emmy, uh, Baki's mother, and uh, Yujiro? Well, first of all, I'd like to comment on the good things that happened. I've never seen two women in an episode, so that's actually, I don't know if this is the correct math, but that is 100% increase of the women on screen we went from one to two yep that might not be a hundred percent increase but it is a hundred percent of the women that i've seen increased so we have two women in the show then i'll be completely honest for a second very very confused about why she looks different in every single flashback but that might be different women for all we know he has seven women in his life that think that they're his moms because none of those women appear to look similar to me that's why so many of them look so confused is maybe Yujiro is just walking up to different women and talking to them like they're uh, yeah like they're the previous not just ones. that if I didn't understand that these were flashbacks I would have no comprehension that that was Baki why did he have red hair then and now he has brown hair did he dye his hair was that part of the story arc that I missed 
That's a great point. Um, I agree. I think that Baki just looks real different. Um, I don't. I don't. Yeah. I almost feel like the character, like Itagaki, just sort of got bored of the character and decided to make a new one. Uh, I mean, I get it. He wasn't even in the first couple episodes I watched. Clearly, the showrunner doesn't like Baki Taki that much. But still, I didn't even know who that was. And not just that, it very much felt like we were watching the mom continually just experience like extreme horniness whenever somebody was being injured i know what you want i knew it right away you like seeing blood you want it more than anything else in the world look at your face in a mirror <laughs> you're smiling you're the woman i've been looking for yeah, I think that's pretty explicitly called out. That's why she loves Yujiro. She just uh, loves watching him crush and murder people. And another question is in one of the flashbacks, she's like mouth to mouth making out with Baki. So that was confusing as well. I was very confused at that as well. I feel like maybe this is a commentary that she also didn't understand the difference between maternal and romantic love. Um, Good point. <laughs> But it's well that's it's the it's the weird thing about her relationship with Baki. It seems like she has no attachment to him except that she wants him to fight his dad to impress her da- her husband. But then maybe because she has no connection to him, she sees him as like the man that she is in love with i don't know i don't want to get into i don't want to psychoanalyze this too much honestly i have no idea all i know is the dad looks like a werewolf (laughs) then i was again confused if maybe i'd missed a cw supernatural episode because he looks shockingly like a teen wolf character running around here basically not having human instincts like he just wants to murder everyone yeah and he does he does sort of have like how to phrase this his haircut in the in those old shots it really ages it like i feel like he would fit in in like an old episode of vampire diaries or something i don't think he would fit in anywhere like this man has instincts to basically murder everyone around him he doesn't want to have people around that's true that's true well he does want one person around he wants to have a son that he can fight and um oh good so he wants one person around that he can murder to death because if he's doing his fighting instincts correctly he's gonna punch him to death we've already seen it happen murdered to death the worst type of murder so yeah it's 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 a crazy a crazy little uh, love story between the two of them and it, it leads to baki growing up with a rich a very rich mother who cares little about him and just wants him to fight and grow stronger to fight Yujiro. We get one line where uh, Yujiro even calls Emi, uh, if Baki's not a good fighter, then... I expect him to be prepared for this fight and to meet all my expectations. If he doesn't, then you were never anything better than a middle-aged prostitute. That was rough. Especially, like, he was just standing there in a in a speedo when he said that which was like it was just yeah i'm pretty sure also she's like maybe maybe 35 yeah so i don't know i don't know who thinks that's middle-aged but sorry steve you're you know almost middle-aged then i guess Uh, you have a couple years to get there well maybe it was different for emmy because yujiro knew that he was about to murder her so like she's actually she's actually over the hill at that point so you're confirming because that was unclear so she died correct 
yeah she died she got she got hugged to death um, yeah and she was hugging him back tears of joy as it happened yeah well i'll be completely honest i don't think that's tears of happiness i'm pretty sure that is like a bodily instinct she was dying and every part of her was just basically being ripped away Okay, good, because I wanted to get your thoughts on this, because Baki interprets that as she was fulfilling her deepest desires as a woman. Those were tears of happiness. Her deepest desires as a woman were fulfilled in that moment. As she gave that, as she was crushed to death by uh, Yujiro Hanma. And I wanted to get your perspective, and it sounds like you disagree. Well, I'm unclear if Baki's had more than five conversations with his girlfriend, so his ability to judge womenly, apparently, instincts are not there. Second point of all, Mm -hmm. we're not even sure Baki graduated high school. Yep. So I don't know what his IQ level is at, but clearly it's low. Uh, I don't know how he could possibly be looking at that and say, thank God mom died happy. Like, what the F? I don't think it would be unfair to say Baki has a higher BMI than he does uh, IQ. Um, <laughs> with both being quite low. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I agree. I think Baki is not exactly um, the best at reading these situations. But yeah, it, it leads to a weird situation where it's like, what, what does Baki take away from all this? Like, at the end of the conversation, what do you think is going through Baki's mind? I don't know if he took anything away except explicit trauma. Like, truly, I was so confused. Like, and then he goes, have you ever heard a voice of an angel? You mean the person who just beat you up? (laughs) Like, honestly, it was so confusing to me. And then at one point, the man across from him just kind of had an epiphany as if he goes, wow, thank God you've explained this to me, Baki. Now I understand the meaning of life. Truly, I left with more questions than answers. And the Baki Talkie crew would agree. Uh, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. But you know what? The fun thing is this season, um, we, we didn't even talk about the opening credits, but it's it's very focused, you can tell, on Baki and Yujiro. Um, so we'll, 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 get, we'll get to the bottom of all of these questions um, and how they think and how they act. And um, I, I, I guess my question for you, Allie, as the season yep. premiere person, uh, how do you oh, think... Oh, wait, wait, wait. This was the premiere? Uh, it was, you know, it's the, I, I, I consider it the start of a new season. It's got a new theme song. It's, uh, you know. Whoa. So why does Netflix call it season two, episode 14? It, for the same reason that I call this season five. I disagree with how Netflix does it. Also, to be fair, you've previously been watching Baki, and this is a new show that Netflix has called Baki Hanma with the exact same crew, staff, art style, and story. So there's, mm. there's some shenanigans going on. Uh, Do we think that like something there's something bigger going on? Like a conspiracy? Who knows? A baki talkie conspiracy. I I I would say the big thing I think is that they are playing around with it in a way to make you watch more. Like I think by the time you get to season four of Baki, like nobody new is going to watch this show and be like, I want to watch a hundred episodes of this. So they just made a new show to trick people into thinking that it's. That, that, that you can watch it interesting and i do have some comments so you asked me to pay attention <laughs> to the opening credit song yes and i yes. did i did 
I think it would have made more of an impact if I remembered the old opening credit song. <laughs> um, but it did bring up that there would be brains involved in the episode. So it, it was almost as if it was a theme song and a preview. Yeah. I think, th- I think that's one of the best things with most anime is that if you watch a season and then watch the opening credits, you'll, you'll realize that most of the, of the theme song is foreshadowing moments throughout the season. Um, oh, this one actually is a bit cheap and actually reuses shots. Um, so the, oh, really? Yeah, a lot of a lot of the fighting in the middle is just uh, shot for shot from the end of the wow. season. Wow, maybe they're in financial turmoil. We don't uh, know. Yeah, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised. I was watching another Netflix anime. I got to episode nine out of twelve, and then I looked it up, and it said they are on indefinite hiatus. <laughs> oh, because they just, I think, ran out of money to make the remaining oh. three. So. Well, who knows? Hopefully, that doesn't happen to the Baki Talkie crew. But the other thing, I had actually a question for you, Steve. Is the episode mm. ends on what they believe is like this really great moment of knowledge and wisdom, where Baki says, "I realized, you know, I don't have to avenge her. I have to repay her love." Mm-hmm. In, in what world does he think those things are drastically different? And do you understand how he believes that now he's supposed to live? Now that he's understanding, he doesn't need to avenge. He needs to repay her love. But she's dead. So the way I would look at it is that avenging her would mean, you know, killing the man who killed her. Something like that, right? Making him pay. I think that... Re- that um, what, what, what's the word? Uh, repay her repay love. Repay her love. Well, what was the one thing that she wanted most of all? It was that she wanted her son to fight Yujiro. And so I think what he took away from this is, I am going to fight my dad, but not for the reason of in killing him or, you know, taking revenge upon him. I am fighting him because that is what my mother wanted. Um, it seems like yeah. a slight so distinction. Crazy. Well, yeah. <laughs> This is like he's a crazy person. All honestly that I have understood is Baki Taki has no skills. I hope he didn't graduate high school because maybe the guidance counselor should have talked to him and said, We need a couple more relapse of this. Come back for year thirteen, year fourteen, you know? Yeah. By the by the way, uh, the fact that you keep calling it Baki Taki is gonna have some great clips for promotion. I can I can just put it Baki Taki crew. With Baki Taki has no skills the podcast does he have a last name yeah hanma baki hanma that's his name oh <laughs> i thought i honestly i just thought he was baki like you know like he was a kind of like like that, he was so well known yeah exactly beyonce share yeah <laughs> beyonce share baki uh the big three um <laughs> <laughs> all right well, Allie, uh, thank you for coming back on. This has been a lot of fun. I have one question for you, uh, which is you've now watched, I think, three episodes of Baki, unless you've snuck in any outside of the podcast. Um, do you think that the show's getting better? Um, first, the question everyone's thinking about. No, I've not been watching on my own time, uh, except for that five-second clip I accidentally saw of Max's episode with all the pee. Yep. I 
don't know that the show is getting worse or better. Uh, to me, it just feels as confusing as ever. Though I will say, it's been interesting to learn about Baki. Because when I first started the show, he was not in the episode. I didn't understand where he even fit into the storylines. So I suppose I've liked getting to know Baki Taki, and I appreciate that in each episode I've watched, the female presence, even if cruel and abusive, has increased. Um, and there's at least, I can think of like one or two more scenes this season with women in them, so... Uh, oh my god, it's off the charts. I guess you gotta, you know, end on a strong point. Exactly. Try something new. All so, right. you know, I just want to say to the Baki Talkie fans, I know this is a really hard time for you as you come on potentially the last season. You're probably going through a lot of emotions, but I just urge you not to respond in the way that any members of the Baki Talkie family do. Uh, you know, love and not violence is really the answer. Yeah, hug, but don't hug so hard that you crush somebody to death. Um, yeah, it, yeah, try fun. not to. I've never done that, and I hope you don't either. <laughs> Wouldn't that suck accidentally doing that? <laughs> all right. Well, that's all the Baki we've got to talkie. Thank you so much, Allie, and we'll see you all next week. Bye, Steve. Bye, to Baki Talkie crew. So it's been a long time since I finished a show and been craving for more of it than with Kaguya-sama, Love is War. It honestly might have been since I first watched Baki that I was this interested in something. Um, I'm not going to give a full summary, but the description I've heard that I've liked is that it's a show with the mental battles of Death Note wrapped up in a high school rom-com. So first my recommendation this show's hilarious. It's a character-driven rom-com with a fleshed-out cast of characters that leaves you smiling and cheering for the cast as you watch. I highly recommend giving it a try. Uh, the show becomes more funny and more engaging the better you know the characters. So, you know, the first few episodes, you're just sort of, you know, it's it's a comedy. You're learning things as it goes. But I, I'd say once, once you get through the first few episodes, you really start to figure out what's going on and enjoy it. So if you're going to give it a try, try at least the first four episodes or the first season, and um, I feel like you'll get hooked. Um, but I also want to do a bit of uh, reflection on these uh, recommendations and sort of see how they tie into Baki. Um, and I had two things I wanted to touch on here. Obviously, the subtitle, and uh, you could hear them singing it in English, Love is War. What else could this season be described as than love is war? Um, now, of course, I'm talking here as father-son love, which we did learn is different than between two lovers. I assume that the same applies to maternal love as paternal love. <laughs> um, but, you know, it, it, it's it's pretty surface deep there. And Baki, love is war means you are going to fight your dad almost to the death. And in uh, Kaguya-sama, uh, love is war is just sort of the... Uh, will they won't they of um, how do you make somebody ask you out instead of how do you ask them uh, what I actually wanted to touch on is that both of these are relatively long running mangas Baki I've harped on about the fact that it has more volumes than one piece uh, but Kaguya-sama ran for seven years it's finished now um, and they both made a choice that I think is part of the reason that I really like them they both had an initial premise um, love is war and uh, Baki fighting his dad 
and um, both hit that climax um, years into their run and both decided to keep going and to sort of reinvent themselves beyond their initial climax. And Baki is the king of that. <laughs> he was touching on that earlier. I don't think anybody um, can just continue aimlessly like Baki can. Um, Kaguya-sama kept going for a few years after it sort of hit its um, original climax. Um, and I, I just love that. I think that if you have these fleshed out characters that I think obviously Kaguya-sama, but also Baki really does. Um, you got to give them space to breathe and just live their lives. And sometimes it's just interesting to see them intersect with each other. Um, and I think that both uh, properties sort of do that uh, quite well. So that's my recommendation. Um, and I'll also say uh, for the, uh, I assume this is jazz lovers, uh, the theme songs are all done by the same guy and they're great. So I'll play one out again uh, to end this. And uh, enjoy the next 11 recommendations. They won't all be anime, uh, but a bunch of them will. Yeah. <laughs> 